The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Let me tell you who's doing sneakers the best in the game right now. That's New Balance. The two-way V4, featuring this groundbreaking use of technology with fresh foam. It's called Fuel Cell, creating this combination that we love of rebound and cushioning. Fresh Foam offers unparalleled cushioning for maximum comfort your entire game from start to finish. The upper construction features this lightweight textile that reduces weight, which we all need, I know I do, while remaining supportive and breathable. Hard to find that combo. The two-way V4 gives you the tools that you need to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way V4 at newbalance.com. Let's talk about this Celtics uh, Sixers series. Sixers were a cute story. Uh, They were. They really were. They made it seven games. It really was never in doubt. They had the potential to send uh, the Boston Celtics home in six. They had four minutes where all of a sudden they allowed Jason Tatum to go nuclear, and it pretty much was a wrap ever since, right? Like even the most diehard Philly fan, if you're honest with yourself. If you're a diehard Philly fan, you're probably not even listening because you probably hate my guts. But were you confident heading into game seven? Like were you? Were you even like having a modicum of – you know, excitement about going in to TD Garden on that parquet floor and thinking you were going to beat Jason Tatum, who had just come alive and found his mojo again, like he was uh, Angela Bassett and Stella got her groove back. Like, no. If you say yes, you're a liar. You are. History, of course, was against you. Uh, Doc Rivers' record in Game 7s, they speak for themselves. I don't think he's won, I don't think he's won a Game 7 in his career as a head coach which is crazy. Momentum was against you. Uh, You know what else? The universe seemed to be against you because you had not one but two superstars both together have had well-documented playoff struggles. Maybe not put those two guys together, right? Like maybe you want to balance it out. How could you possibly have thought that this was going to go any other way than the way that it did? Insanity, what do they say? Insanity is doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. It is Doc Rivers coughing up leads in the playoffs. It is James Harden underperforming in the playoffs. It is Joel Embiid being injured over and over in the playoffs. Wash, rinse, dry, repeat. Wash, rinse, dry. That's them. That's them. We keep trying to say, oh, maybe 2023 will be different. Maybe 2024 will be different. Maybe 2025 will be different. At a certain point, we just got to accept reality, move on. 
this version of the Sixers is not working. And you know what's wild is that the Sacramento Kings, a team that's been regarded as a poverty franchise for many years now, uh, a team that has been, you know, shit on by the national media, a, a team that really has just been like the laughing stock of the league until this year. Like, they have been to the conference finals more recently than the Philadelphia 76ers. I don't mean that it is sad in a trolling way. I mean it, and it is a very sad thing that a guy like Joel Embiid, who has not been to anywhere close to the place that the Sacramento Kings have been in, uh, and that's saying something. Like, I don't know how this team stays together, honestly, moving forward. Um, the process, I've said it once, I've said it twice, I've said it three times. The process is dead. The process has been dead. We're trying to put it back together uh, like operation, and it's just not working. We're trying to revive it with those two little paddles with the electrical concurrent on them. It's, it's no it's dead. It's dead. 51 points by Tatum in the Game 7 route, a destruction, an embarrassment, or as Embiid and Giannis both like to say, steps to success. How bad is it? How bad is it right now? It is so bad that you have Ben Simmons on his Instagram from his living room with a glass of red wine taking a photo of the Sixers getting blown out by the Celtics by 30 and just posting it no context just like yeah like they are just enjoying it you know what I mean he that red wine a beautiful living room and a photo of the TV of the Sixers getting destroyed in a game seven yeah that's how bad it is he is loving that and that is the sad truth that Philly fans woke up to today. No more excuses. You don't have any other scapegoat left. Not even Ben Simmons can wash away the stink of this epic failure of a team. It is their third straight loss in the conference semis. You had Joel Embiid, the MVP. It is the year for him to show out the stats in this series. 22 points, 9 rebounds, and 2 assists. That's disgusting. That is garbage. Efficiency numbers, also terrible. 42% from the floor. He shot 20% from three. Getting absolutely locked up by a man who has his AARP card in Al Horford. Al Horford on Joel Embiid. Remember when P.J. Tucker said, no one on the planet can stop Joel Embiid when he's aggressive? Turns out, 40-year-old Al Horford can stop Joel Embiid. Harden roller coaster ride had a couple of insane vintage performances which we've already talked about but overall during the series he's averaged 22 points per game 42 percent from the floor and 34 percent from three and if you want to talk about comparisons to Ben Simmons in the last three games of this series Harden had no points in the fourth quarter in all of those three games combined none zero zilch he went 0 for 6 in the fourth quarter of games 7, 6, and 5. In fact, Ben Simmons had more points than James Harden in fourth quarter in that Hawk series where he basically ended his career right then and there. Five points, all free throws. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And so now where are we at? The rumors are that James Harden is itching to get back to Houston. He has a house there. He's there in every off day. He's got a restaurant there. Uh, beautiful, very luscious, you know, one of those foie gras wrapped steak lobster deals, you know, that kind of a deal. There's a lot of strip clubs there I'm sure he loves. His, he loves Houston. Now Ime Udoka is there. Another rumor is also floating around that Harden may be going to Phoenix. You know where the rumors are not? That he's coming back to Philadelphia. Like, I don't hear any rumors of Harden excited to return uh, back with Daryl Morey and Doc Rivers. Harden was asked after the game in a scrum, hey, what's your relationship like with Doc? And what did Harden say? Did he reap, like, praise? Oh, I love Doc. We've got a strong relationship. So good. He said, uh, it's okay. And just left it at that. Does that inspire confidence? Does that, is that a ringing endorsement for Doc? No. What did Doc say about James? He said, I think overall he enjoyed being here. When you got to add um, an overall to it, that means there were some places he did not enjoy it. He said, you know, it's tough for him. We asked him to play a little different than he's always been accustomed to. I think it made us a better team. But unfortunately, I thought for James at times, it wasn't always best for him. But he still did it. And you know, we appreciate that as a coach. You know who didn't appreciate it? Probably James Harden. He probably didn't appreciate it at all. Back to what I said before. No excuses. You don't lose because Harden went to Brickville. In the fourth quarter, you didn't lose because Embiid settled for mid-range jumpers instead of attacking the rim. You didn't lose because Embiid was hurt for yet another playoff series. The Sixers didn't lose because Doc Rivers continued to freeze in a big moment. The Sixers lost because of all of these things combined. There's not one person or one thing to point the finger at. They lost because this team was never as good as anyone thought that they were. And that goes all the way from Daryl Morey down to Doc Rivers, to players like Embiid, to Harden, to role players who are overpaid like Tobias Harris and George Yang and Tyrese Maxey and P.J. Tucker and all of them and everyone, all of them. The question is not how to tweak this roster and fix it. The structure is broken. I think we now know major changes need to happen in order for them to figure out a path forward over and above where they've continuously been and hit their ceiling on. The glass ceiling is obviously there. They can't get to the conference finals. So how do you do that? Who do you keep? How do you build a team around them? Because 10 years in the process has told you that this team is no better than a second-round exit. So that's if you aspire to more, you need to change it. You've got to make radical changes that this franchise has avoided for a decade. What does that mean? If you're honest, if you're honest, who's the major trade piece that you have and you can get a lot for? Well, you know, Harden's a free agent, so it's not him. Tobias Harris is overpaid, so it's not him. Tyrese Maxey's very young and very cheap, so you could probably get something back for him. But if we're really honest, the only real trade chip that this team has is Joel Embiid. That is a tough pill to swallow. And 
Do you trust Joel Embiid to be healthy enough to build a winning team around him? The answer is maybe not. He's one of the best players in the NBA. But if you look at his numbers, he's missed on average 23 regular season games per year during his career. That is not counting the full two seasons that he missed with his foot injury. When you miss 30% of the regular season every year, like just you can just like book that. You can just just pen it in. Not even pencil. You can just pen that in. Uh, and that's not even the full story. Like when Joel Embiid's not missing 30% of a regular season, he's also nursing injuries from missing multiple games in the regular season. So given that he's almost 30, he's had numerous health issues. Is there a greater or lesser chance that he's going to miss more or less time in the future? Probably more. And then second, given the health concerns, do you think you can build a championship team around him? The answer is probably no. Uh, If you can't answer yes to both of those or either of those, then the sad and painful truth is you probably have to move on from Joel Embiid. I love Embiid. I think he's one of the most dominant players in the NBA. I think he could be a really great pairing for another player like, I don't know, Damian Lillard. That's just me, very unbiased fans take, but... In what postseason has Joel Embiid ever been healthy? Can you recall one? I'll answer for you. Never. Literally never. Uh, When he got drafted, multiple years he missed, remember, just like total seasons. 2018, his first playoffs, fractured orbital bone. 2019 playoffs, knee injury. 2020, ankle injury. 2021, torn meniscus. This is all playoffs. 2022, as you remember, fractured orbital bone. This year, 2023 playoffs, sprained LCL. That is literally insane. So if he's your all-NBA guy and you can't rely on him, is he the star of a championship team or is he a really, 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 really good role player who can drop 40 at any time? Now with the rumors that James Harden is on his way to Houston, Doc Rivers might have coached his last game in Philly, this team is at a crossroads. It will be very fascinating to see which direction they go next.